0: The following program is intended for mature audiences.
1: Warmest aloha, sir.
2: Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Do to you too? He's so hardy he doesn't even know he's hardy. I'm
1: tempted to say manehumi.
3: Like Hawaiian leprechauns <laughs> <laughs> or chipunks or something.
1: What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you. Right, Ola? What?
0: Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm
2: like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say
3: see we're on a mission Trying to find a way If you
0: Welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the Paw Man.
2: And I'm Dr. Aloha.
0: We just came into Rebel Soldier, Herb, Whiskey, and Reggae.
2: All right. Whee!
0: (laughs) On today's free Aloha Life podcast, we're going to be covering the top 10 easiest hikes on Oahu because we seem to find that there's like lists out there that are getting people in trouble
2: oh boy well Well, honestly yeah one thing to know if you come here is the hikes here are on a different level than a lot of the mainland and you really need to do your research if it's rated moderate here in hawaii it's kind of like what i would consider hard to very advanced like an advanced very advanced right back in back home
0: yeah so i mean the top 10 we're going to do the top 10 easiest we've been here a long time you know amanda's done a lot of hikes she's almost caught up to me over the hikes that i've done over 25 years (laughs) so i mean and i've done a lot of these hikes a hundred times each so we definitely are the people to talk to about this because there's lists out there on a lot of uh websites and facebook pages of people who vacation here and only have done it once and they or they haven't done it yet at all and they've looked that up on yelp and things like that and they don't know what they're doing
2: all trails is the main one that people look it up now and yeah i just i don't know the ratings don't make sense to me when it says moderate it's really hard usually <laughs> right it
0: just depends you know like a easy hike here will you know for most people who've done it like an easy hike here will be a more difficult i'm not saying yeah. it's like a moderate hike but no, it'll, it it'll be a more difficult hike for somebody from coming from the mainland of hawaii
2: and i mean <clears throat> there are obviously areas of the mainland where Maybe that's not the case. Yeah. But yeah. I think here, we, there's so many reasons why. There's well, so I mean, much like up and yeah. down elevation gain right. and just the hot, humid temps you're hiking in. It all comes into play.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's also based on like the landscape. The landscape here is not solid rock, it's lava rock. So it's porous, it's breakable, and it's a whole nother world than being hiking on the mainland.
2: And it can crumble under your feet any anytime. That's and you it. need to know that.
0: Yeah, it's over for you. So, but before we get into this, Let's wish Steve a happy birthday. Steve Dewey? Yeah! Happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy
2: birthday
1: to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy
0: birthday to you. All right, before we jump into the podcast we want to discuss a news situation maybe two we'll discuss but part of the skyline reel has opened uh people are shocked that it's even opened but yes it has what did it open? a couple of weeks ago
2: mm. something like that no it just how opened. long ago
0: a week ago two yeah. weeks ago three weeks ago uh, one week what two weeks ago because one week was free and the second week we had the number we have the numbers for coming in from that
2: oh i missed the week of my life because i was dying <laughs> I don't know. I got either COVID or the flu or something, and I don't remember. So you've remember. been sick. So that's another
0: reason why we haven't done a podcast in an extra week, because Amanda hasn't been feeling her best.
2: The week didn't exist in my life. I don't remember <laughs> it.
0: I said I think I had told people you have a slight illness, and you're like saying, that's it's not a slight illness. It's an illness. It was the
2: worst I've had. Yeah. I mean, even like... First time I had COVID, <laughs> this was way worse.
0: People aren't even like testing themselves if they have COVID or not. They just assume it's some flu, it's whatever. But you didn't have any tests, so no. you don't even know.
2: Mine all expired, and I wasn't spending twenty dollars on a new one. No, so, yeah.
0: exactly. Uh, so these are the numbers on the real. Now you know I'm not a supporter of the real, and I don't know if Amanda is or not. Um, what are you? Are you a supporter of the real?
2: Not really. Not I just really? don't think it makes sense.
0: I know. Neither did I. So that, th- and, and I've been, I've been championing the death of real since I don't know for the last 10 years at least I'm when it started a, in 2012 yeah
2: I don't think I'm quite that bad <laughs> I mean I just think it's I don't know eating up all of our money and well exactly <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. okay so catch this the uh, Skyline ridership numbers the real averaged 14,000 people a day during opening week which was the initial 5 days of free rides so you could just go on it for free now, mind you, it's it was free. Yeah. Fourteen thousand people. When well, there's a million people here, <laughs> okay? Well, I mean, that don't. That's not good to me. I think that's horrible.
2: If you asked me if I was going to go on it right away, I, w- I would have been like, heck no. I would have been terrified to try something brand new. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I think it'll probably fall right off the track. God knows.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I'm just... Who knows? I'll let other people go and watch. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> so that was 14,000 people on the initial five days free ride. So every day, 14,000 people. Since the first day of regular paying service, the average ridership numbers are between 1,000 and 1,200 a day since it's been a normal service that's a drop of over 90 percent ridership
2: so i'm not surprised (laughs) i mean this is
0: horrible
2: there's a lot of there's a lot of problems which i think (laughs) you're gonna get into right yeah Yeah.
0: but it's the whole idea that can you imagine the ridership goes down 90 percent now that people are paying and it's not even a lot of money to pay how much is it I. Uh, Same as the bus. It's like five bucks or something. Uh,
2: I think it's something comparable like
0: that. to the bus. Maybe it's comparable to the bus, but still, I mean, considering really overly expensive, people are still not going on it. They're still not going to try it. Well, it doesn't cost any money.
2: It doesn't go anywhere yet. It doesn't so go too far. I think that's the yeah. main reason, too. Yeah,
0: that could be, too. Okay, so these are the complaints. Trains are way behind schedule. Okay? Trains only go to 7 p.m., can't go or do anything.
2: So weird. So you can't do anything at night? No.
0: Not enough real stations. Not enough parking at those real stations. Some real stations have no parking.
2: So that's a dumb <laughs> flaw to me. I don't know how you make a train station with no parking w- lot.
0: And what do you have? What happens if you have to go dodo?
2: There's no bathrooms.
0: There's no, <laughs> there's
2: no bathrooms <laughs> at the train stations the, the, or, on the or, the trains? or on the trains. Yeah, that's weird.
0: And there's no occupants actually running the trains. It's all AI. So you have like. So there's no, no security. There's no security you have cameras everywhere and that's like going to that's going to like deter people from robbing you and stuff and this is probably this is kind of probably connects into why the trains only go to 7 p.m. right now because they're probably f- trying to figure out what they're going to do at night cuz i imagine like the bus you want to go to midnight or something yeah. but i bet you because they don't have they have lack of security no personnel there that if they were start to have like robberies or theft or things like that, that would deter people from going on the rail too. So that's probably why they only have it to 7pm. I bet you.
2: possible. I will say that when I had all the thefts going on in my property, the cameras did not deter them one bit. Okay. So I don't know if I trust cameras to do much. I mean, these guys would look blazingly into the camera yeah, and just do yeah. their thing and steal whatever they were stealing and they did not care
0: and all those cameras although there's cameras everywhere on the real you know going back to covid all these people are going to w- be wearing their masks and they're going to go ahead and rob and do whatever they want and you know it's it, i don't think it's going to look good for the real so these are the problems right now with real and you know honestly it's nowhere near what was promised considering you know how grossly over budget the project is now, this is crazy. The new director is even attempting to double down to extend the excise tax beyond 2030 on us, so we're going to continue to be taxed for the rail, to bring the rail past Ala Moana to UH and underground through Waikiki now. Yeah. This is delusion. Complete delusion. And I think anybody who knows anything about Waikiki knows it's only about three feet above sea level and knows that the, uh, the Alawai Canal floods every like i don't know five to ten years all of waikiki is underwater this would be this would be the doom of this island because the whole entire reel would be underwater first of all you're you, you can't you can't go three feet under the ground before you hit water see yeah so the new director's saying this. I don't even think she's from Hawaii, then.
2: That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I don't know. It's, but it's suicide. It does seem ridiculous that it doesn't go into Ala Moana or Waikiki. So I know. I, I wonder what they're going to do. They're going to have to
0: figure it know. out. It's just insane. So that's where we are, Unreal. It's, I'm, I'm, I, I have nothing to say anymore. This just proved everything I've been bitching about over the last 10, 15 years.
2: Yeah, I agree. But let's give it some time and see what happens. Because yeah. I am curious to see, like, in terms of safety, how it holds up and all of that.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so we're going to get into this. So these will be in order from easiest to hardest of the 10 easiest, now mind you, legal hikes on oahu the hardest hike on this list will be the transition from novice hiker to intermediate hiker okay how we rank levels of hiking in hawaii if anybody wants to know is novice intermediate difficult extreme got it yep all right we wanted to do this show because there you know like we mentioned there's a lot of non-experts out there making lists on social media saying what is easy Uh, Doing so can get novice hikers in trouble and even killed, so we wanted to make the uh, definitive list of the top 10 easiest hikes on the island of Oahu to ensure safety is put first and then fun.
2: Sounds good.
0: Alright, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back and we're going to get right into the 10 easiest legal hikes on Oahu.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support.
0: All right, we are back. The top 10 easiest legal hikes on Oahu. Go for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: are these, in, these are in order.
0: Yeah, order from easiest to hardest.
2: Yeah, according to us. So, yeah. you know, The, anyway. expert, the experts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First up, we have Waimea Falls Botanical Garden. This is up on the North Shore. Um, this Okay, so first of all, it's about $25 to get in, so it's not your typical hike. No, um, this is the most expensive hike to do. Yeah, (laughs) and maybe we should qualify it by saying it's not really a hike. It's It's, a stroll. It's paved (laughs) the whole way. It's very, very touristy. You don't have
0: to do that, though. You don't have to take the stroll. You don't have to take the... Well, we'll get there, but let's start
2: with it's paved to the waterfall. Okay. Also, I believe, get a ride.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Now you're really making it not a hike, aren't you?
2: Yeah. I'm just being (laughs) honest. So, I mean, the cool part is if you have somebody elderly who cannot hike or you have a lot of kids and you just don't think you can hike, this might be a really good option. It's very touristy. Um, You, again, you could take the main trail, which is paved to the waterfall. You will need to wear life jackets to swim in the waterfall. There's a lifeguard there. The pool below, yeah. Um, Yes. So there is that, but then there's all of these side trails. Oh, and I should mention, it's probably like a three quarter, three quarters of a mile hike to the waterfall. Yeah, it's really not far. No. Um, but then there's all these beautiful side trails that, to me, make it way more worth it to explore and get lost. You can on. spend the
0: day there if you want it a good a good amount of the day going to all these side trails.
2: It's really beautiful. But you should know
0: your way around though, too, though. You get a map. Yeah, you yeah. get a map. Yeah.
2: The Botanical Garden itself is just stunning. It's very rich in culture and history, so mm-hmm. they have um, a lot of information that they want to share, they want to teach you.
0: Yeah, because Waimea, Waimea Falls and Waimea Bay was a uh, apuaa, which was a Hawaiian village where Hawaiians used to live. Yeah. And they actually have a village back there the way it used to look in the old days. So you get a lot of history going here as well, but there is a big difference between summer and winter. Oh yeah, totally. It can be, it, like if you go in the dead of winter, like if you go in like July, August, September, it's going to be very dry. It's going to be not as alive as if you go in the winter when you have all the birds and all the water flowing and it. it's just a different world.
2: That's a really good point. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I just wanted to add also, they do a lot of events as well, which is pretty mm-hmm, cool. They're mm-hmm. mostly cultural events. They do a guided full moon waterfall hike once in a while i think i do it every month Mm -hmm. i do it once just to do it with my friends and um it was actually pretty cool they don't let you use flashlights or anything you just have to follow the full moonlight and um it's guided so there's a lot of fun events too so it's not like a real hike per se but it's an experience
0: yeah and the next one's kind of the same way but we put the we put the waimea falls on there as like a walk it's like a walk to a waterfall, and many people believe that, or they assume, you can just, like, go off the side of the road and see a waterfall. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way in many places. So, I would say that if that's the kind of thing you're looking for, where if you just want to see a waterfall and not have to put too much effort in that, this would be a good option because it's just literally like a walk yeah to a waterfall it's that has side trails that you can go down and and be in the jungle as well
2: it's a leisurely day you're not going to work up a sweat unless you're there in the dead of summer and it's just really hot (laughs) yeah or if
0: you are with grandma and grandpa this would be a good thing to do if they want to get a cart or they want to walk very slowly this is a very safe option especially for them too and they can put their you know life preservers on and they can go in the water as well at the end of the waterfall
2: Yep. All right, ready? Number two, <laughs> Cocoa Crater Botanical Garden. So, I think this one's actually really different. It is easy. Yes,
0: that, that's what I kind of meant, yeah.
2: But it's not paved. <laughs> no,
0: it's not. It's ro- it's like a, uh, what is it? A, it's rocky. It's kind of a rocky road, dirt, dirt road. Yeah, dirt road. Yeah.
2: Um, so, this is a two-mile loop. It can take, on average, about 1.5 hours. It has a little bit of elevation gain, just like 341 feet. It's just maybe yeah. a spot or two i forget um so yeah it just depends it can be very 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 hot especially if it's summer it's very dry and deserty bring
0: bring uh, a good amount of water here though because you can get dehydrated here yeah. if you're going in the summer
2: that's what i'm saying it's yeah, hot yeah. we actually i mean we've done the whole thing before but a lot of times when we go we don't do the whole thing just because it's too hot for us yeah if you're gonna do the whole thing with the intention of hiking go early in the morning i would yeah, say yeah um, it's really beautiful. So, it's a botanical garden known for their plumerias when it's plumeria season. Yeah, All the when trees, is that? I would say March,
0: April, May, June, July,
2: July, August.
0: Yeah, because I know that it starts, I would say the plumeria forest starts to open up around mm, April. Something yeah, like that. I April, mean, May. Will they start. Start,
2: yes. Yeah, I
0: mean if that happens to be the time that you're there, then you're stuck at going then. So there's yeah. nothing you can do do about it. But I think I haven't been there in a little while now, but I'm sure it's probably about at the end of the cycle right now in July. Probably it's probably ending, I assume.
2: No, I think it'll go a little longer. Okay. So, but anyway, um, yeah, it's really, really beautiful, and they have a lot of variety, too. It's not just the plumeria, so you can also go to a whole, like, desert cactus section that's really cool. Yeah,
0: they have an African section, a Madagascar section. They have all these different areas in there that are very different, like, trees that you would not see normally in Hawaii are all inside this crater.
2: I really look forward to going to it. Oh, and that's a good point, too. It's a crater.
0: Yeah, you're inside a volcanic crater. You're inside coco crater which on the outside is the coco crater what you call it railroad trails mm-hmm. i mean the railroad the, ties yeah and you're literally i mean that's not one you're gonna get you guys are gonna be doing that's not, <laughs> not on in this list, list. It's, it's a very <laughs> that, that, that's a difficult hike but it's like two hikes are right there i yeah. mean if you do listen to this and you can do extreme or more difficult hikes then maybe do both yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All right, so what do we have for number three?
2: We have Judd Trail Jack Ass, Ginger Falls or Pool. All right. Which is a one mile loop in the jungle. It's very beautiful, basically, no elevation gain, 170 feet total. Um, so, yeah, jungle hike to a swimming hole. It's great, it's really pretty.
0: And uh, this is actually one of the hikes where the Judd Trail itself, there's a 20 to 30 foot waterfall right off the trail, literally like five minutes to the left so you can check that out and then you do the main trail by going over the main um, riverbed do a loop brings you to the jackass ginger pool waterfall now the descent down to the jackass ginger pool is kind of severe and i've seen people fall so you just want to be very careful when you're going down that way and the rocks are very slippery so be careful Um, Also, you got to worry about flash floods in the winter time. So if it's really raining bad and you're there in the winter, it has been known for flash flooding. So just be careful. But overall, it's a very easy trail.
2: Yeah. Do they have to worry about getting lost on side pig trails?
0: Yes. There is side trails that go up to the top of the mountain range and that'll be higher elevation. So please stay on the main loop trail. Uh, Once again, you can go to all trails dot com right or is it alltrails.org what is it
2: i just use the app okay iPhone, use the app. yeah
0: but uh that'll keep you on the main trail so you don't get yourself lost uh this is it's very easy so we put it as number three but mm-hmm. there are things you need to be concerned about depending on the seasons and going off trail stay on the main trail and be safe and
2: i mean that goes for any jungle trail just so you know in the future too you do need to have extra precautions
0: yes this trail is actually done by a lot of uh, tourists and a lot of locals and there are pig trails off of this so you'll always run into locals if you were to get lost yes all right
2: all right number four makapu lighthouse trail this is 2.5 miles round trip a little more elevation here we have 505 feet elevation gain um it gets really 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 hot so do this one early morning if possible try to avoid midday maybe especially if it's summer yeah um but it's really beautiful gorgeous
0: i believe the gate opens at 7 a.m uh the parking lot so you should be getting get in there and if you don't want to you want to go earlier uh you can park outside
2: yeah it's a great hike for um sunrise if you want to watch that beautiful for that and yeah i mean for the whales for the whales in oh, the yeah. winter time. In the winter, you can whale watch. They have um,
0: sighting areas.
2: There's sighting areas. <laughs> binoculars? <yeah>. <laughs>
0: Binocula- <laughs> they
2: are binoculars, but they're. Um,
0: it's not a telescope, but they're like binoculars. You look through and you see the whales. Honestly, you don't need that. Honestly, there's whales right there in the winter time. Yeah. I don't think you even need those.
2: Unless you have vision like mine.
0: Yeah. And then, obviously, in the distance, you'll see Pele's chair, which is the throne of Pele, goddess of fire and lava. And you can actually go right down. There's a trail that goes off the main paved roadway and it's easy it just goes right down to the beach down there So it's kind of like a private beach
2: Alan davis allen davis beach it's really beautiful yeah
0: now if you want to actually go up to pele's chair it's like a little little bit of a rock climb uh it's, it's not difficult just be careful going up the rocks because the the lava can be loose the lava rocks can be loose uh do not sit do not climb do not go on pele's chair uh but just take a picture with it it's beautiful just, there yeah just be respectful be respectful of the hawaiian culture yes. yeah all right
2: all right number five minoa falls Manoa Falls is one of the most touristy hikes that we have here on Oahu. Um, So expect a lot of
0: crowds. (laughs) Yeah, I would say it's next to, and we're going to talk about the next one, but this one and the next one we talk about is actually the most touristy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, So they do, if you want to park in the main lot, they do charge you to park. You should know that, but you can also park for free in the street. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. This one has 633 feet elevation gain. It's about 1.6 miles round trip. Takes, on average, about 1.9 hours to complete. Obviously, it's a waterfall hike. It's very beautiful. The falls will be flowing much better in the winter than in the summer. Yeah, much better in the winter. However, it was redone a few years ago. So, it is different than it used to be if you've done it, you know, in the past years ago. It's a
0: much cleaner trail. It's a much more obvious trail. Like... Before it was redone, there was so much water that flowed down the actual trail that it kind of muddied it out and kind of eroded the whole trail overall with a lot of root systems sticking out. Mm -hmm. So I think the best thing for them to do is because they knew it was a touristy spot was to repave it in a way where it's like... It's a rock roadway now like a pebble roadway? Yeah, it's kinda. all rocks you're walking on. Yeah. Now that's, some people don't like that on their feet. I don't like it. So if you can, if you <laughs> some people go do this if you're local, which not too many people local wise do this anymore. They wear flip-flops. I would never oh, recommend no. that. But on your feet for locals if they are wearing flip-flops or if they do it barefoot, it's horrible on your feet. Yeah. So have some good hiking boots. Even I don't even know if I would recommend sneakers. I would recommend hiking boots for this cuz your feet will start to
2: from the rocks. yeah
0: not feel too good yeah Um, Yeah, I I think they did that too because of the erosion I think this was the best way to do it to ensure the trail was sustainable for a longer period of time but this is a must-do especially in the winter Uh, and this place can get flash floods too but you're not as close to the water when you get to the end now a lot of people at the end of the waterfall here there's like a line that says don't go into the water. Don't go under the falls because there's been rock slides there. Oh. So do not break the rules there. Just stay back and, and watch the falls from about. It's, you'll be you'll probably be standing about 20 feet away from it, which is very good. You don't need to get into the water and get into the falls because we don't want anyone getting hurt. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, and one of my favorite things about this hike, too, is all of the parrots.
0: Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of parrots there because there was a paradise park at the opening, and the guy who took care of all the parrots let them all out before the park closed. <laughs> so now there's parrots all over Manoa Falls They're in really Manoa Valley. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, we'll be back, and we'll do the next five. All right. All right.
3: Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org.
0: All right, we are back at number six. This is another very, very, this is probably the most popular hike to do when you're on Oahu Diamond Head Trail. Yeah. It's a 1.6 miles round trip. It's the elevation is decent, it goes up pretty good. You got to go up a lot um, of staircases. It's
2: just the stairs at the end. I mean, up Some until that, it's and not bad. Some oh, if you're not in there. shape, yeah. I
0: know. <laughs> now this is the one. I don't know if this is the only one. I think it is. Yes, this is the only one on our list that you need a reservation.
2: And that's new. <laughs> it didn't I used know. to be like that. It's been like that for a few years now. But. I think.
0: I think so many people do it. So many visitors do it. You won't see any locals on Diamond Head Trail. Um, so you got to make a reservation for this. Do it well ahead of time. If, you, if it's your first time or you haven't done it yet, I, I would recommend doing it. you got to do it because it, the views are gorgeous. It's beautiful. You get to see the whole city from up there. and uh, But it's going to be... V- it's, it, okay, I can't say how busy it is because honestly I have not done it since the reservation system has been put in. Before, it was literally a wait to get up because there's so many people. Now I know that's not happening.
2: Trying to get up the stairs you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: now I know that's not true because it's reservation only, so that means they're limiting how many people go up a day.
2: I just remember, like, not being able to get in the parking lot and waiting and waiting. yeah. So hopefully the reservation system did take care of it. I'll be honest, though. like yep. I don't even take guests there because yeah. I don't want to be bothered making a reservation. I know. So I don't know.
0: That's another reason why probably uh. locals don't do it anymore because we have to make reservations, but it's free for us. But you still yeah. got to do it. You still got to call them. You got to go through the process. It's kind of a bummer. But this is definitely recommended, but it does. It, we are getting on the harder list because, you know, it's very dry. It's very hot if you go there the wrong times of the year uh even in the uh, you know middle of the winter time still that can be sometimes drier and still hot um but it's the staircases it's the switchbacks and now we're starting to get into the elevation where these are slowly starting to get harder.
2: And this is a real hike, by the way. It's not paved, so no. wear real hiking boots.
0: Yeah, real hiking boots. I've seen some crazy stuff with uh, tourists going up here. in
2: and flip-flops. And I flip-flops, know. Sam's flip-flops.
0: High heels. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it's
2: really a hike. Guys. Yeah, it's really a hike. And then afterward, treat yourself at Diamond Head Cove Health Bar. To, health Bar. Yes. Oh, and get the side bowls. Bowl.
0: The mana bowl is the best there.
2: You have to drive there, so if you don't have a car that would be an issue. Well, you
0: know what I've been seeing is crazy enough, like you're staying at the end of Waikiki, what you do is you'll walk up around to the back of the crater. Walk in, do it, even if you have a reservation, come back out and walk back out, and you're going to walk right by Diamond Head Cove Health Bar. Oh,
2: there you go. So you don't
0: have to actually, you don't have to drive there if that's what you're going to be doing. That's I see great. so many. Every morning when I'm going into Waikiki, I so, see so many people walking past the uh, Health Cove, and then I see them going into the crater. So there's huge amounts of people that are probably staying more at the end of Waikiki near the zoo. It's a lot easier for them just to walk to the. That makes to the, sense yeah walk there so love it so okay we're going to be going to number seven a a loop trail that's a 4.8 mile round trip now we're getting to the longer hikes
2: i love this hike it is so pretty
0: it's a gorgeous hike yeah. it's pr- the elevation is not major at all it's pretty much just a, a enormous loop trail through the jungle through the forest uh, eventually takes you to the most beautiful view of mauna valley and the h3 highway
2: i love there's a tree you can climb and sit i have a picture there and i just love that.
0: it is gorgeous i mean obviously the h3 highway is there but imagine if that wasn't there that highway Mm. i mean that valley is so gorgeous but even with the highway it's kind of nice
2: it is nice it's beautiful yeah
0: yeah oh and 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 we're going way off subject here really quick but if you can take a drive on the h3 highway through mauna valley do it Yes. It's gorgeous. So, it is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Okay, so the AL Loop Trail is pretty long. It's a pretty flat trail. There's a little up and downs here and there. But it's just really out there in the jungle. And it, this is a trail where you really feel you're away from everybody. There's, all, there's not really any tourists that do this trail, really, honestly. Well, some do, but yeah. there's not a lot. This is more for, like, exercise for local people than they take this trail. It's nice.
2: You'll see a lot of people walking dogs and yes. whatnot on this trail, for sure.
0: but. Everybody, just be careful. It's number seven. It's an easier hike, obviously, but do not go off-trail because there's many off-trail tra- hikes on this loop, and you can get yourself in trouble. So stay on the main trail. Yeah. Got it? There's pigs up there. <laughs> there's wild boar up there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number eight, Cayenne Point Trail. From the north side, it's a 3.5-mile round trip. From the west side, it's a 6.1. Mile round trip. So
2: I really prefer it from the west side. That's a lot longer. I think that the north side is a little more boring to hike. It's great for off roading. Yeah. But for hiking, it's just a little boring to me. Yeah. The west side is so pretty the whole way. Yes, it is longer. Mm hmm. Um, but I love Cayenne Point. I love to go during albatross season. That's my favorite. Yeah, yep. great, great spot to also whale watch in the winter. Yeah, always see monk seals, right. honu. Just it's amazing. So
0: this is relatively a flat trail. It's kind of like a dirt paved way, and not uh, it's a dirt roadway. And from either side, whether you're coming from the north or whether you're coming from the west that's pretty much how it looks now i like the north obviously because it's a little shorter but also because i've off-roaded it so many times and i've gone right along the ocean line there's a lot of little coves a lot of little places to swim and jump in the water and it just feels safer to me on the north but that's obviously also depending on what time of year obviously you're not going to be doing and going into the water as much in the winter time when the waves are very big on that side mm-hmm. so you're just going to be safe and be careful but Bring plenty, plenty of water. Um, it's there's so no, hot. <laughs> yeah, it's so hot and there's no cover. So you have exposed. almost no trees.
2: Yeah, it's a very, very exposed hike. Very can, exposed. You cannot hide from the no. sun. So not only do you need to apply your sunscreen, but bring it with you so you can reapply it. Bring a lot of water, like way more than you think you need. Yes, I would um, really
0: highly recommend that. yeah
2: Yeah. and another one i mean it is flat but wear your hiking boots it's a rugged hike and yeah um, yeah wear a bathing suit i mean tons of beautiful tide pools especially from the north shore side in the summer you could swim in them and Mm -hmm. it's just it's really i don't know what it is about this hike i just love it
0: now we got this further up on the list is more difficult really mainly because of the length yeah but also because of the heat yeah, the heat and that there's no cover. There's nowhere for you to hide. So if you don't go out there with sunscreen, you're gonna get. You are gonna be burned.
2: Yeah, you're gonna be sorry. Yeah, Just don't try it. Don't
0: try it. Wear bring, a
2: hat too. <laughs>
0: yeah, and don't go like almost all the way to the end of the Cayenne Point where the tip is, and not have enough water with you because you have to go all the way back. Yep. Make sure you bring plenty of water, maybe a couple of liters, at least a liter. Nobody's gonna more.
2: rescue you. I don't even know. I don't even know if there's cell service that far out there.
0: Yeah, because that's all off-roading trails. So the only thing you're gonna guys going to see out there is jeeps or tacomas or something like that maybe you maybe can wave one of them down if you're in trouble but that's about it so we're slowly getting into you know closer to intermediate now so okay number nine this is where it begins to get more difficult we're getting more into the kind of intermediate hikes i mean they're not intermediate yet this is still novice still easy but lonikai pillbox hike which is about two miles 1.8 mile round trip there's several ways to go, but everybody usually goes the main way. And that'll bring you up to what, to like three, at least three bunkers, right? Three pillboxes, I think, up there.
2: Yeah, I definitely recommend going the main way. Yeah, go the main yeah.
0: way. Uh, the initial incline is pretty severe. Getting I up mean, there with the ropes—it's yeah. not like a—it's not a walk in the park.
2: It's a little bit of a workout. That's seen, why, we're, yeah. I've seen people, tourists who are afraid, and just like sat back and told the rest of the party to go without them. Right. So, yeah, if you're not used to ridge hikes,
0: yeah, yeah. And this is also—it's not—it has been over. It has been done over. But it's honestly, there's something going on with the state on this one. It's not really maintained by the state as well as it should be. So there are areas where you could fall where rocks do collapse, so please be careful. Kind of when you go up this trail, it can sometimes get a little confusing. Like, you can stay closer to the edge, or you can stay closer inland on this trail. Uh, me, personally, I like to make it more difficult so I stay still closer to the edge, but see, some people do that and then get themselves in trouble. So now we're kind of getting... And some people have fallen off. I mean, I know, unfortunately, that's happened um, here. You know. So you have to be careful on this trail, although it's still kind of on the easy area now but it's kind of like it's kind of like heading right into the kind of like a more difficult trail intermediate trail it's gorgeous the views of the moaks out front are gorgeous a lot of people do this for sunrise
2: i think the best time to do it is sunrise there's nothing like it do you
0: think it becomes more difficult if you're doing it at sunrise you're going up in the
2: dark so you need a flashlight or headlamp headlamp yeah right
0: so obviously would we recommend doing it at sunrise of course we would it's gorgeous (laughs) But if you're going to do it further along in the middle of the day, we would not recommend doing it in the middle of the day. Because once again, like Cayenne and like Diamond Head, it can get very hot up here. There's no cover.
2: It is very hot. Yeah, and it's Um, very
0: dry and brittle.
2: If you don't want to do it for sunrise, I mean, I totally understand that. I would say any time in the morning, though, it's really, really pretty.
0: Well, you know, the afternoon, too. Like like maybe in the afternoon after the sun's starting to come down a little bit, Late and afternoon. it doesn't, yeah, and it's not as hot out there. But overall, this is one of my favorite hikes on the island for people who are just getting out there and starting to hike.
2: Yeah, it's really, it's really, gorgeous. really pretty. It's
0: gorgeous. Okay, and last, the most difficult on our list is Mona Willie Falls Trail. It's about 2.8 miles round trip. There are different ways to go on this trail. Now, the main access route is closed at this time because they are putting in a parking lot. Uh, for hikers people are still using that way though but there's like there's a bunch of different ways you can do it but the thing is it's more than 2.8 miles oh, so you yeah. got to be careful doing this trail and which way you're going to do it yes now overall the terrain of this trail has pretty decent good elevation uh, it's in the jungle most of the time it's along uh, a riverbed uh, you have to go up staircases as well but the views are absolutely gorgeous at the end to get to the actual waterfall of Willy. Uh, You have to go down a a pretty good steep staircase, and then you have to end up coming back up that. And then when you get to the waterfalls, you know, you can actually swim in the pool, go up in the waterfall, and jump off if it's like 20 feet. If you want. A lot of people do crazy stuff. If there's locals there, they're jumping way higher than that. Don't do any of the stupid stuff that (laughs) locals do, please.
2: And be careful. I mean, if it's summer, just...
0: Oh, Check. summer. Yeah. yeah. I you don't I go don't jumping. Know if I would be. You know, don't go jumping. Oh, and by the way, all these ones, if you're there by yourselves, don't go jumping off of any waterfall in the summertime because <laughs> the levels of water are much lower and you're going to hit bottom, whether it's a rock, could be a, a tree down there, and you could get yourself in serious trouble. It's just no better. Winter times, you know, you can jump for ten feet or something on some of these waterfalls around Hawaii, but yeah. I, I don't recommend it, especially in the summertime. Bad idea. Yes. But Mono Willie Falls overall is probably the most difficult in this list, but the most jungly, you it, know, in the forest. Yeah. And you do get away, and not a lot of tourists do this one either. So I would say it's about half tourists, half locals.
2: It's really, really, really. It's pretty. a
0: gorgeous trail.
2: My favorite way is not.
0: Which way? Well, wow. What is that tough one that you do? It's the. Um, the
2: hairpin turn yeah. in Kailua. You yeah. start there, but it's not easy. That makes it. Isn't that something
0: ditch? Something ditch or something? I can't remember the name of Ma- Ma-
2: like. Ditch Trail. Yeah, Manawili Ditch
0: Trail. Yeah, and trust me, if you have all the time in the world and you know where you're going,
2: but that would be nice. Thing, but here's the thing. That yeah. actually takes you to Waimanalo. Yeah. You have to turn off and get yeah. onto the Waterfall Trail. You're going to
0: get lost. Some people um, will get lost.
2: So, and I actually prefer the trail to Wymanello, not the whole way because that's too yeah, much, yeah. but that trail trail is so stunningly beautiful but just getting off track because none of that's easy no yes yeah, so you don't want to be doing that don't do that <laughs> don't do that
0: okay so that's number 10 that's the hardest on our list it's a beautiful hike now we got a couple of bonus hikes real quick before we go like kk falls a lot of people say oh you know you didn't mention that well, KK? For, like kk well like kk falls now obviously that's not technically a legal state hike
2: Luke KK.
0: No, that's just, there's no state hike there. There's no like st- yeah, they don't maintain that area. Uh-oh. Um it's so a great one to do. Oh, it's great to do, but it's not technically like legal. You have to go into the Ko'olau Golf Course. Uh there's a $10 charge to park your car there and then you go to the falls. Now,
2: it's not always open. A lot of yeah. times you'll just park on the street. Just, you know, yeah. I we've mentioned it a million times before, but if you're a new listener, mm-hmm. just be really careful. Don't ever leave valuables in your car for any of these hikes Oh, we've
0: seen some things. There. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of break-ins, especially for hike hiking yeah. parking. Unfortunately, yeah.
0: this one you'd probably want to park in the parking lot. Pay you ten dollars. There's, there's a attendant there that kind of will go up and down the parking lot and make sure the cars are safe. But this is a really easy twenty-minute hike yeah. to a beautiful waterfall, a three-tier waterfall that I you love can it. climb if you want. So I mean, this is obviously. Uh, this, okay, and, and then the next one, let's go to the next one. So, like KK Falls, and then Lion's Arboretum, which is right next to Manoa Falls. That is a beautiful...
2: I love Lion's. It's probably one yeah. of my favorite places to go. Unfortunately, you have to make reservations <sighs> now, and they're also not open on weekends, which right. I work during the week, so basically yeah. it's impossible for me to go,
0: Yeah. unless
2: I call out of work.
0: So, Lion's Arboretum is like a huge <laughs> botanical garden, too, and it takes you to some beautiful trails. And there's a place up there called Inspiration Point, which just overlooks a whole, you know, valley, which is absolutely gorgeous. And then actually, if you do the main trail, it'll eventually take, to, take you to a waterfall if it's in the middle of the winter and it's been raining a lot. There's a, there's a hike that takes you to a waterfall right on the Lion's Arboretum honestly i would say out of 10 times i've been there the water was flowing three out of the 10 times so it's it's hit and miss with that waterfall i've never
2: seen it flowing yeah
0: it's hit and miss for me so but i would say between like kk falls and lion's alboretum if we were to put that in our list it would probably be number two three or four maybe
2: i'm surprised it didn't put like kk falls in
0: i didn't put like kk in there because it's not technically a legal state run hike that's why I didn't put it in there. The other ones that we did were pretty much, they're state-run. There's signs directing you which way to go. Very easy, like Jud Trail. When you go to Judd Trail, there's a sign right there saying Judd Trail. It's run by the DNR and everything. And then actually when you're on the trail, it has arrows on the trail to tell you which way to stay because it helps you from going off trail. Because there are ones on that trail that go off trail. So we just want everybody to stay safe. Obviously, there's a million different hikes you can do here that are not technically legal with the state. Right. That you can do, and I'm sure you guys will find out what they are, but we want to keep this legit and keep it legal.
2: If you do choose to do Likike Falls, um, definitely download the All Trails app and have that map open on your phone because there is one spot where you do have to make a turn, and if you Mm -hmm. don't, you will not make it to the falls. Yeah. Um, And it's very, very easy to miss, and it's not marked, I don't think.
0: Okay, so what happened on that show is you're going to actually be going up the old Polly Road Trail. And that is an old cobblestone roadway from way back in the 1800s. You're actually going to be on it. It's going to come to a point where it takes a, a loop. And right at that loop is where you're going to see a huge, you know, I think it's a, um, an African tulip tree. And there's a huge arrow on it that's been carved into the tree. Uh, but you've got to look for it. And then you go off trail to the right. If you don't take that trail to the right and keep going up the cobblestone roadway, you're going, it's just going to keep going. You're going to get lost.
2: Where would you end up?
0: You would end up, uh, eventually you'd end up up at the top of the Poly Lookout. That's cool. That's a, yeah, that's quite a hike though. Yeah, I know. That's quite a hike. So, but uh, yeah, so we would do recommend Lake KK Falls and Lions Arboretum uh, if you guys want to do some extra easy stuff.
2: Yeah, Lions, you could go online and make a reservation in
0: advance. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yep. All right, guys. So that's going to end the podcast and we're going to go listen to Rebel Soldier. Gotta know your name. All right. That's good. Be safe out there. Shoots! Shoot. Alright. Aloha. Aloha.
1: Yeah. Flex up me rhyme Now me be rush but my time is small kind Girl you must step, me know girl, you must me Sweet young girl Where you come from Take this here cup and let us fight Aloha, it's all the other, all the good. Yeah? So that officer right way range aloha. Whether it's porno, my still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be porno. Be righteous.